I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation. And Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insights, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now. The latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Scott Goldbranson and Mo Hey everybody, welcome back. It is Hump Day. It's Wednesday. Hope you're doing well. This short week with the holiday, but we're back with a Raider Nation mailbag. Scott Goldbranson, along with Mo Moten, we are your hosts here on Silver and Black today, an Odyssey Original Podcast. Please subscribe wherever you get your audio. Don't forget to turn on that auto download. If you're watching us on YouTube, hello to you. And thanks for the subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Like button helps too. But also hit the notifications bell. That way you know every time we have a new video. Well, we're going to get into it. Lots of lots of folks, Mo. There's, as you can imagine, the Raiders missed the playoffs again. Season's coming to an end. Playing for pride and maybe Antonio Pierce at this point. But everybody's got a lot to say. And uh, as you <laughs> will hear... A lot has to do with the coaching situation. And, of course, just a teaser for tomorrow's show, Thursday's show, we're going to get into some of the coaching prospects, especially one Mr. Jim Harbaugh, which you'll hear about from readers and listeners today, as well as talking about the offense and, of course, previewing the Denver Bronco game. So that'll be all on tomorrow on Thursday's show. All right, Mo, so let's dive in here because – People, people got a lot to say, right? I mean, there's, there's, we're getting ready. Raider fans are used to this over the years now, unfortunately, <laughs> which is getting ready for the excitement or whatever you want to call it of the off season. And um, 
it, it, it centers around the unknowns, right? GM, coach, quarterback, those types of things. So we're going to jump right into this. Um, but Mo, what do you, I mean, before we do that, what do you hear? Like when you, I, I, you interact with a lot of folks like I do in social media, what are you hearing from folks overall as it relates to, because because uh, our good friend Tarek from Chicago's first up here with a voicemail, but, but tell us what you're hearing as far as the coaching situation, just the overall mood of folks as they get ready for the off season. Folks are scared out of their wits that if the Raiders hire Jim Harbaugh, that he's going to draft J.J. McCarthy no matter what. <laughs> I was on X on, what was it, Tuesday night, and I had to just throw some common sense out there. Jim Harbaugh is the coach of the Michigan Wolverines today. His quarterback is J.J. McCarthy. They are about to play in their most important game of their collegiate careers. Harbaugh has never won a natty. Obviously, J.J. McCarthy never won a national championship. Of course, he's going to make it seem like J.J. McCarthy is the best quarterback in the country. These are 19, 18, 20, 20, 21-year-old college players. Confidence goes a long way with them. Not to say it doesn't go along with adults but especially younger athletes so he has to make it seem like when you listen to him speak that jj mccarthy is my guy he is the best quarterback in the country of course he's going to sell that to you because <laughs> it's his quarterback in and before a big game it just doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to draft jj mccarthy if he goes to the nfl it just means that he's doing his job as a collegiate head coach and motivating his quarterback. Let's be serious, people. <laughs> it's funny, and I laugh because, uh, and believe me, I, you, 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 in today's world, especially when you have the anonymity of sitting behind a keyboard or your phone um, on a, on a platform like X.com where you don't even have to put your picture up, people don't know who you are, and you say, I mean, people's absolutes blow my mind. You know, we, we, I was going back and forth with a couple guys, some level-headed saying, Hey, look, if this, if Harbaugh comes, this might happen. If he doesn't come, this might happen. You know, kind of just going back and forth about the positives and negatives, which I think is, is great. Like anytime you look at someone as a coach of your football team, nobody's perfect. Everybody's got baggage. Everybody's got things they do really, really well and other things that they do not do well. But I love the people like, well, if he's the coach, they're going to be mediocre. Or if he's a coach, it's another jo Josh McDaniels. It's like Josh McDaniels never had a winning record in the NFL. Okay. Um, Jim Harbaugh went to three straight NFC championship games, including a Super Bowl. So to me, you can say you don't like Jim Harbaugh. I'm totally fine with that. I'm not saying Jim Harbaugh is going to be the only other candidate, by the way, either. But to go from zero to 100, like he's either not coming or if he comes, it's going to be a disaster, is just really interesting. So, I mean, that's where people are with extremes today. They just they just are. But they, I understand, Mo, it comes from a place where they just want their team to be good. It also comes from a place where certain people just want certain candidates to win the job. So if you're not, if you're a fan of a certain candidate, you're going to throw dirt on the other candidates because you're rooting for a certain <laughs> candidate to get the job. And I sure. get that. I do too. And I, I, but I, but like I said, I just will say that with the whole Jim Harbaugh conversation, you have to understand that one, he has to make the decision to make the jump to the NFL. We'll talk about that. And it seems like it could happen based on something that he's done in the past week. 
Two, yeah. let's remember that Jim Harbaugh, because a lot of people want to compare him to John Gruden and say, well, he hasn't been in the NFL for a while. He's outdated. Just understand, as I said in a previous episode, that a lot of what you're seeing in the NFL now is what the college game is doing. So it right. used to be the college players have to fully adjust to what the NFL is doing. Now it's not it's not like that in today's world. Now you have to kind of cater to what that player had done best on the collegiate level. And Jim Harbaugh being in college for so long and being successful didn't win a natty yet as of today, but he's turned around every program that he's gone to in the, on the collegiate level. So he knows how to motivate young players. Yes. And as you said, he has a 70 he he's gone to he's gone to Super Bowl, he's gone to multiple NFC championships. He's a 70% win percentage in the NFL. I'd, I'd rather take my chance on that. And the other one last point about comparing him to Gruden. Remember, Gruden was out of the game. Gruden was in the Monday Night Football booth. Jim right. Harbaugh is still an active head coach. So I, while I see, I can see people drawing the dots, it's not the same. Correct. And Gruden also went to one championship game, the NFC Championship game, okay, and a Super Bowl, right? And I know a lot of people will talk about, well, he inherited Tony Dungy's team. It wasn't that bad of a team. It doesn't matter. He still got there, right? So so the comparisons, I know people always look for comparisons because it helps you kind of wrap your mind around who that person may be. But those comparisons can also be apples and oranges. So you got to be careful with that. All right. We're going to get to our first call here. And it's our good friend Tarek from Chicago. Let's see if Tarek's in Chicago. I know he's been vacationing. So we'll see where he's at. Here's Tarek in Chicago. Hi, Mo. Hi, Scott. Uh, how you guys doing? This is Tarek from Chicago. I'm currently in Denver for work. I just wanted to call and uh, uh, talk a little bit about the state of the Raiders. Um, I think, uh, again, very frustrating to lose the game against the Colts. But listen, Antonio Pierce has done more than enough to warrant receiving uh, the permanent job as the Raiders head coach. He knows the Raiders culture. He has turned the, the players around. He's turned the culture around in a re really short time. And he's worked with what he has inherited. Um, and, you know, this speaks to Mark Davis. I think uh, let's let's focus on that for a second. Mark Davis, I think the only thing he's done right as an owner is to uh, make some connections to get us a beautiful new stadium. He gets definitely gets credit for that. But other than that, he's made one poor decision after another. When Mark Davis took over for the late great Al. Uh, he was quoted as saying, I know what I don't know. And and so, you know, he needs to live up to that. So uh, he brought in – my biggest concern is that um, the Raiders' offense has been struggling and Mark Davis is going to, again, go in the direction of an offensive-minded coach slash big fish. But that just hasn't worked out. Uh, Reggie McKenzie was a disaster. Dennis Allen was a disaster. John Gruden, you gave him a – 10 years, $100 million after he was off the sidelines for nine years. You pursued him for six years. Mike Mayock was arguably the worst GM in the NFL, probably in Raiders history. His draft picks were just terrible. You bring in McNuggets and Ziegler, who were also just disgraceful in the decisions they made. And you know what? You're still paying these guys. I would not be surprised if he's still paying Mayock. We know he's paying Gruden. We know he's going to be paying... Uh, McNuggets and Ziegler for four years. So get it right. You got to finally get it right. You got to stabilize the franchise with some, with some consistency. Go ahead and retain Champ Kelly as the GM. Go ahead and retain Antonio Pierce as soon as the as soon as the season ends because he knows the Raiders culture and that's more important than than most non Raider fans know. I mean that's just something that is 
vital to the success moving forward, and you saw glimpses of it in the regular season. And I want to kind of jokingly but seriously say that a prerequisite for the Raiders' next head coach, no visor. Anytime you bring in a guy who's a big fish and he sports the visor, it always ends up being some kind of a disaster. Now, that sounds kind of comical, but if Mark Davis goes in another direction and brings in a quote-unquote big fish, I'm going to personally drive out to Vegas and give that man a haircut and possibly <laughs> smack him across the face because that would just be a, another poor decision in a line of poor decisions that would set the franchise back probably for another five years, stabilize the front office, focus on the draft, focus on free agency. Antonio Pierce has certainly warranted the right to uh... – Oh, Tarek cut off there. Tarek, good call, man. Okay. Was... There's a lot there, though. There's a lot there. Yes, there's a lot there. And, and, yeah. and, I, and I'm going to go in on one thing real quick because I want to get your comment on this too. And that is I don't disagree with almost everything he said uh, as far as what Mark Davis's decisions on the football side have been. They've been poor. He mentioned Dennis Allen. He mentioned John Gruden, who, by the way, everyone loved the John Gruden hire. So don't go back and say you didn't like it. Even though it was 10 years, uh, not everybody, but most fans did. Most fans did. Yeah, okay. a lot of fans love the, love the girl. Correct. I'm not talking about football side people. I'm talking about fans. But you look at this situation, what Tarek said there is, you know, bringing in these guys, the offensive-minded coach, they need to understand the Raider culture. They need to, you know, and that's what Antonio Pierce does. I don't disagree that Antonio Pierce has done a fine job with what he was given. We talk about it all the time here on the show. I will say this, though. The same people arguing what Tarek argued, which is a very logical, well-thought-out position, um, ignore all of the factors around Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh's first coaching job. Who hired him? Al Davis hired him. Jim Harbaugh knows the Raiders' culture. Jim Harbaugh is not Josh McDaniels or Dennis Allen or any of the other coaches who failed under Mark Davis. He, he's a winner. He's won everywhere he's been. So I understand and don't disagree with Tarek's point, Mo. but in the case of one can, and I'm not saying it's going to be Jim Harbaugh, but if it is, if that's the guy, if that's one of the guys... Um, you can't use that argument with Jim Harbaugh. I just don't see the connection there. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So two things here. I, I understand the pushback of fans saying, don't yes. go get the big fish, get the guy who's turned a mess around. And I've said it on the show. Antonio Pierce has earned you know, a, a strong consideration for the job. Yes, I, I still believe that even after the Colts loss. Mm -hmm. But I also will say that if you if you don't want to take the big risk, if you want to see the, the Raiders turn around you know, what's been some disappointing years, wouldn't the best case scenario be a guy with a proven track record of winning, as you just said? Right. Uh, Jim Harbaugh has, has a 70. I'm going to say this again. For people listening out there, Jim Harbaugh has won 70-plus percent of his games as an NFL head coach and as a collegiate head coach. 
lot of people say he couldn't beat Ohio State. Guess what? He built a juggernaut in Michigan, and now he's beaten Ohio State multiple times, you know, straight years. Going for a national championship. There was a good story that Joe Klatt shared, and I want to mention Joe Klatt's name, you know, clearly because he shared this story on another station. He said that when Michigan was struggling against Ohio State, he called his brother up and he said, you know, give me your brightest you know, coaches off your staff. And that's why Mike McDonald went from Baltimore to Michigan, was a defensive coordinator there for a year, I believe in 2021, and then went back to Baltimore. He's now the defensive coordinator there. Uh, so this is a guy who not only has won, hasn't won a, hasn't won a title yet, but has think of, think of it as, as you said, consecutive national uh, NFC championships, now competing for a national championship. And he, he works well with other young, bright coaches. A lot of people want to compare him to Gruden and say, oh, he doesn't get along with people. And I get it. I understand how it ended in San Francisco. didn't end well. But as I, as I just shared the story from Joe Klatt, relayed from Joe Klatt, he, he can work with the staff and build the staff. He's elevated quarterbacks. Remember, when he went to the Super Bowl, he had Colin Kaepernick as, as his quarterback. At the time, Colin Kaepernick was not a Super Bowl-caliber quarterback. He got the point. He he got he moved on from Alex Smith, elevated Colin Kaepernick. So he knows how to work with quarterbacks. He knows how to work with young coaches. He's won before. This is not a similar situation to Josh McDaniels, where Josh McDaniels wasn't the guy. Josh McDaniels was part of a dynasty, but he was the offensive coordinator. It's a difference being the head coach of a winning franchise or winning program, which is what John Jim Harbaugh has been. So I just want to say that. If you're if you're tired of the rebuilds, if you're tired of losing and you're tired of big swings at 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 candidates who may not live up to or perform up to standards, I would say getting a getting a coach like Jim Harbaugh with his track record, with his history, seems like the right move. Is is it the best move over over Antonio Pierce? That's something that we can debate. But if the two were going up for the job. I would say Jim Harbaugh is the better choice simply because you he has a better chance of competing twice a year with Sean Payton and Andy Reid. Now, I know the Raiders just beat the Chiefs with Andy Reid, but are you trusting a guy who's as inexperienced as Antonio Pierce or a guy who's done it and won before on the pro level? Right, and, and, and some people will take your last, what you said last there, well, his inexperience. And they'll take that as you don't like him, <laughs> or, I know. which is which is not true. Which you just praised the guy and said that he is a bona fide candidate for the job, no question. Right. And and he's done a, an excellent job for what he was given. Uh, that said, that's the point. And and look, we don't know if Jim Har if Jim Harbaugh does come back in the NFL, which it looks like it's going to happen. Doesn't mean that he chooses the Raiders. There's going to be other right. teams that are going to be suitors as well. So, so it's not like the Raiders. It's the Raiders or Michigan. It's it's the Raiders and two other teams, including the Chargers. Apparently, from what we see, reports from our good well, friends at LA Football there, Network, they they might want him. Other teams might want him. The reason they may want him is because they of, of all the things you just laid out. So you look at that and you say, okay. So you have to consider that again. I said it yesterday on X, which was. You can't get all emotional because you like a guy's style or because he's a good man. And that's who Antonio Pierce is. That doesn't mean he doesn't have a shot at it. And it doesn't mean that you don't consider others. You have to consider other candidates. You can't 
You can't just say, hey, you did a great job for us in a bind, so we're giving you the job. As many as many people I've hear say that, I think to myself, well, that's great, but then next year, if they start off one and eight, what are you going to tell me? Are you going to say, well, at least he's a good dude? No, you're not. You're not going to say that. And I'm not saying that Antonio Pierce would fail, because I don't know that. Nobody knows that. So there's a lot of unknowns. There's a lot of, po- as I said at the beginning, a lot of positives, a lot of challenges for each coaching candidate. So you have to evaluate those and you have to be honest with it and look at it from a 50,000 level foot level and, and be honest with yourself. Don't just say that he deserves a job because you like him and he's a Raider. And oh, by the way, you could argue that Jim Harbaugh is more of a Raider than Antonio Pierce because he spent more time and he was a coach there. That's where he started his career. So it, it, the arguments people are using are more emotional than they are logical. Here's the thing. Here's what would make me think about things between if it were between Antonio Pierce and Jim Harbaugh straight out. I would ask Antonio Pierce, who do you plan on bringing in as your OC? Yeah, that that would definitely shape my decision, because like I said, heart with Harbaugh, you know, he's elevated quarterbacks where he's gone. Yeah, so he's done again. He's done it before. If you're the Raiders and you have to get a franchise quarterback, you could say Jim Harbaugh has done it before. He's as I said, I mentioned Colin Kaepernick uh, when he moved on from Alex Smith in San Francisco. He's now in Michigan. Who knows how good JJ McCarthy would be if Jim Harbaugh was not there? Now, a lot of people are not going to give him credit for Andrew Luck because they're saying, well, Andrew Luck was a transcendent candidate. But at that age at Stanford, Andrew Luck needed coaching. He, sure Andrew he Luck just doesn't become good because he's <laughs> Andrew Luck. He has to grow with coaching grow and develop with coaching and Jim Harbaugh yeah. was there for that. Yeah. He was early formative years. So again, but then I'm you have to compliment him, Mo, and that would go against their coach the, the the folks who don't want Harbaugh, that would go against their argument so they won't admit that. All I'm saying is that if I'm hiring Antonio Pierce, I need to know who his offensive coordinator is going to be because if it's right. if it's if it's Bo Hardegree, no. If it's Adam Gaze because he's he's I don't want to say it's close to Adam Gates, but there are some connections. They connect the dots. I think, believe he consulted Adam Gates as one of the coaches yes. that he brought in during the bye week. Adam Gates was one of them. Marvin Lewis being another one. Tom Coughlin was another one. But Adam Gates was the offensive mind that he he kind of brought in to sit in his his meetings. Adam Gates hasn't had a offense ranked 17th or better in any of his years after the Peyton, after the two Peyton Manning years in Denver. So after he right. left Peyton Manning in Denver. He was with Miami for a bit. He was with Bears for a bit. He, he was with the Jets for a bit. None of those offense were in the top half of the league in, in yards or scoring. So if he's bringing in Adam Gaze, I'm out. I'm definitely not in on that. I'm yeah. choosing Harbaugh. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm just looking. I'm just looking at it from the perspective of I need to develop a young quarterback. Who's best suited to do that right now? Yes. Antonio Pierce and Adam Gaze or Jim Harbaugh or Antonio Pierce <laughs> and Bill Hardigree or Jim Harbaugh. I. It's, it's an easy one when you talk about it that way. Absolutely. All right, we're going to take a quick break here on the Mailbag Edition on this Wednesday in January, the first Wednesday in January. Happy New Year again to you. You're with Scott. You're with Mo. Silver and Black today coming right back after this.